You're listening to Design Chats. Hi everyone, it's Megan. And this is Jens, your co-host on Chats by Design Atlas. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode on Chats by Design Atlas. Uh, Jens, what do we have in store for everybody today? We have a very exciting topic that I think is dear and near to both Megan's and my hearts. Uh, This is us talking today about our experiences in Germany, Um, but very specific experiences. We're not going to go into mm-hmm. like every single thing that happened to us in that study abroad year uh, back in we could uh, go on and on 2016 <laughs> and 2017. But uh, yeah, exactly. We could go on for days. So, um, so we're going to kind of niche it down, get a bit more focused and talk about certain experiences. Me, how I ended up interning at Adidas and you, Megan, how you uh, got into the ESA project, right? Yes, absolutely. So um, why don't we start by um, going over a couple of things? So actually, no, let's take it back. Just kind of set the scene. This happened all in summer of 2016, fall 2016. And a little bit after that into spring of 2017, we both were in Germany. Um, I was in Germany from August uh, 2016 until August 2017. How long were you in Germany? Yeah. <laughs> same month. Same. <laughs> okay, yep. great. Uh, so same timeline. That's um, when both of these things happened. Um, but Jens, how did you land your internship at Adidas? Mm. Well, it started before August uh, yeah. 2016. Um, mm-hmm. I, was, I was actually at University of Wisconsin Stout in the Mm -hmm. winter semester or like the fall semester. So we Mm -hmm. have to like go backwards almost a year basically. Um, So it was like, what was it? Like fall 2015, I think. And I ended up like just looking on LinkedIn and I was just like interested in finding an internship because as uh, we've said on the show before, we all had to do like a Mm -hmm. co-op or like a internship experience within our degree to graduate and Mm -hmm. so a lot of students they just you know did something near close to the school but I was crazy and I was like okay I'm planning to study abroad anyway Mm -hmm. why don't I like just see what's out there and maybe I could do something abroad and who knows also keep in mind I had a German passport so I was a -hmm. bit like privileged to just be able to you know totally not think about visas and any of that stuff so um so there was that going for me so I I basically just like looked online and just went on LinkedIn uh, among other Mm -hmm. websites and uh ended up finding like Adidas and they had a lot of internships for people um in Germany as well and uh, I ended up just like applying to to it (laughs) and uh and then I didn't hear back for like uh, you know until the spring so this was like mm-hmm. so fast forward after my like research and applying and all of this I didn't hear back until maybe like March so it, it was at mm-hmm. least like four or five months in between like applying to hearing back which was kind of like odd uh, to me I was a bit like okay well why don't I hear anything but I didn't mm-hmm. hear either like accepting or denial so it was just like silence like radio mm-hmm. silence for my application which was strange so but I ended up hearing back eventually from somebody at Adidas and uh which was actually my manager for the internship um 
you know, in the future of where I'm at in my story right now. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so basically uh, that's kind of how it ended up starting. Do you want me to go into more details right now or what? what's the plan here? Yeah, I think uh, I do have one question. <laughs> okay. uh, what... So because of your the, that really long time period where you didn't know you were doing it, mm. were you planning on studying abroad in the fall then or were you still planning on always doing the spring? What sort of happened there? I was planning to do an entire year abroad, like mm-hmm. in at, at the Hochschule Darmstadt, like where you studied. Mm-hmm. Like I was planning what you did for me yeah like that was (laughs) that wasn't uh like that was the plan Mm -hmm. um for 2016 and 2017 um and but then it just so happened that the internship came up like uh like i i think i got the acceptance in like june or something after a Mm -hmm. few rounds of interviews and stuff like this and uh in june you know we were we were starting in august so there wasn't a lot of time to like change a bunch of stuff but but I would say that the school, uh, so University of Wisconsin Stout, they were really good at like keeping things flexible for me because mm-hmm. like this was also an important thing. And for me, I was like, well, you know, yes, I'm basically taking a pause in like my like semesters and like the whole plan of things. Like it could kind of put me back one semester, but it was the experience mm-hmm. that I thought would be better. And also like I got like the co-op completely out of the way so so it was like you know I was still achieving something for the school kind of curriculum but it just kind of was maybe at a slower pace because there was so much more Mm -hmm. it was like a full like 40 hour work week for six months so it was uh intense internship definitely and it was in a completely Um, different city than where you were planning on studying right yeah so I had to figure out like like you could do them at the same time no right now I had to figure out where I was going to stay and all of this stuff but Luckily, Adidas had like an internship program, which was really like ro- like organized and robust. And they gave us like a like a document with just like phone numbers and names of potential like contacts and stuff and like mm-hmm. people who you could like stay with and stuff. So I just ended up like finding, you know, just like a room in someone's house, basically, where I could just mm-hmm. stay overnight and sleep there for the six months and uh, work at Adidas while I was doing my internship. So it ended up working out all right um, in the end. But uh but yeah, that's, I guess, how kind of all the timing and everything happens. So, yeah. Very interesting. Well, at the same sort of time in June, when you kind of heard back from Adidas, we actually heard back from Darmstadt and we had officially gotten accepted. And so my very first memory of hearing about you going to Adidas uh, was right after I got my acceptance <laughs> from Darmstadt. And we were all trying to plan like... We were. our flights over to Germany because I had never flown before. Um, And so I wanted to fly with all of the other students that were going. Um, And I I thought it was kind of a cool idea too, definitely. But then I think I told you in like the Facebook group or something that we had. Yeah, it was literally like like that first message where like everybody got our acceptance things. Like, when are you flying over? And Jens is like, I'm actually leaving in a couple of weeks. I got an internship (laughs) and said, peace out. (laughs) See you in the spring. And it was just uh, very, very cool to hear that you were doing something um, so crazy yeah so it was a really great experience like in general I mean I ended Mm -hmm. up working uh, in the creative direction team um, which was kind of funny because I think what I had applied to for an internship was not that (laughs) so Mm -hmm. so I ended up like just hearing back from somebody who thought my profile was interesting and like a team that I didn't even know existed and they actually later on as I was doing the internship they, they said that they don't actually um, have uh, applic- like open applications for this 
like specific team they just look mm-hmm. for people and then they contact you so i guess i was slightly headhunted but potentially because i had applied to some other role i don't really know how that mm-hmm. all happened but that was kind i'm of sure you're in their process. system and right, they were exactly. like yeah. yeah yeah and then they were looking through it or something and found me so so there's that but um yeah so uh ended up getting the internship i had to do like you know, a few rounds of interviews, talked with a couple of people and uh, yeah. And then once I ended up getting the acceptance, it was more like just the formalities of things like figuring out mm-hmm. where to live and, you know, all of that. But I ended up getting like, an, like, uh, like I was saying, like staying uh, in like someone's house. Um, mm-hmm. I had my own room and bathroom and everything. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was nice for those six months. It was, I could bike right to the yeah. uh, to the headquarters, so I didn't really have a big commute, and it just worked out really well. Like just being a student and doing the internship mm-hmm. and stuff, so so I was really happy for that. And then um, anyway, so like basically what we did uh, in the like what I was doing in the internship. Um, so like I mentioned, the team was called Creative Direction um, Team, mm-hmm. and we basically worked with all of the designers at Adidas. Um, well, not all of them, but the ones in Germany. Um, so there's around 600 designers in Herzogenaurach, uh, Germany, where the Adidas headquarters are. And um, my kind of main roles were a lot of various things, but a couple of things were like creating posters for events that were happening internally, um, doing like interface designs for like an internal platform that kind of Mm -hmm. had all the information for the designers like onboarding or you know just like cattle like directory or like finding people because the organization is so big you kind of have to have a system like that and so they were making improvements to that so I got to do some like user interface UX stuff but I also got to like take a bunch of photos I think those were kind of the most fun um Mm -hmm. it was kind of like photo shoots and I got to set up like all the studio lights and have a fancy Mm -hmm. camera and and all did you get to meet like famous athletes or (sighs) I don't know who who is in these photo shoots (laughs) yeah so actually these photo shoots like it's not as sexy is what you're saying um <laughs> no no it was just, doesn't know nothing <laughs> we had models we did have models mm-hmm. and they were usually like athlete athletic models so it was a, mm-hmm. it was a good thing but they usually were just like other interns that you know gotcha. were headhunted as like looking good or like just athletic in general so that makes um, sense yeah so what we were actually doing though was just taking photos of uh, like concepts of clothing uh, that maybe mm-hmm. you know they will continue on further in like you know as the as the, the season planning goes further um, but yeah so they were kind of just creating a bunch of like prototypes and things and we would take photos of that one of the photo shoots that we did that was really really cool was taking photos of the clothing for the Pyeongchang Winter Olympics in 2018 and so That's it was kind of crazy because it was like two years in advance and nobody had mm-hmm. seen it yet for these specific athletes. I don't remember like what sport it was for or anything, but um, but it was just kind of wild. Like such mm-hmm. few people had seen it at this point. Like I don't even know if the right. athletes had seen it yet. Like nobody knew what Adidas was creating for this athlete mm-hmm. because you have to keep in mind like the Olympics or these sort, sort of big like you know tennis event like tennis world open like all of mm-hmm. these uh, events uh, sport wise are also a huge like marketing and kind of a advertising yep. campaign in and of itself and so you have to kind of keep all of these types of things super top secret which was uh mm-hmm. which was interesting um like you know all the photos you're taken had to be like super securely stored and 
all this stuff. So it was just like really crazy, like the whole, yeah, just like the whole setup of things. But uh, yeah, I did a lot of things. Like it was, it was mm-hmm. kind of like floater. You'd kind of just do like design tasks, but it wasn't mm-hmm. an, an in particular like specific task, which was kind of fun. I got to try a bunch of different things mm-hmm. and got to meet, you know, hundreds of people doing all those photo shoots and just different teams and how they operated. And, and I, I even ended up working with a few people in like the uh, Portland, uh, Oregon office and so yeah mm-hmm. it was just like a really fun uh fun experience all around and yeah like a super global yeah experience so, yeah it, that sounds great. awesome you get to like kind of get your hands in everything yeah. decide what you like what you don't like and um just see all of the different parts of the, of the industry yeah yeah and also learning about it at such a scale like you know yeah. Adidas is just massive so it's like processes about the processes and it was just kind mm-hmm. of crazy to see that, um, especially being like f- never really having mm-hmm. such an experience in my life before. Like I'd only experienced mm-hmm. before that, you know, smaller companies or, <laughs> you know, right. I was still a student. I really hadn't had like any work experience at this point, mm-hmm. like in design besides like, you know, my own projects. So, so, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, it was kind of a wild time, but um, really happy I did it. And um, I, I was really nervous, like, just to be honest, like full disclosure, I was so nervous yeah. doing this thing. Like the first like week I was like, I thought it was going to be like the most nerve wracking or I thought I was like, why me? Like I kept questioning this. Mm-hmm. I was like, why am I the one that gets to be doing like, what, what am I doing mm-hmm. here? Like why? Like, I'm just a student. Like, what do they want from me? Like yeah. I'm from little Menominee, Wisconsin. Like who cares? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like why am I here in Germany and why, why did they choose mm-hmm. me? Um, and I guess, I, I did actually, I did ask the, my manager, like, near the end, like, after we got, like, fairly close, like, you know, I actually asked mm-hmm. this question, like, why did you choose me? Like, what was the point? Yeah. Like, why? I'm, like, way over on the complete other end of the world. Like, what was the point of mm-hmm. this? Um, and he was like, yeah, you had, like, some sort of zeal in your interview. Like, that's literally the word he used, that I had some sort of energy <laughs> nice. that he really liked during the interview. And I was like, okay, well, cool. I'm glad that you like that, because <laughs> I had a that's great awesome. experience for my internships. So, so yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. and I guess like just, uh, finish the story here, um, was kind of like, just, you know, for anybody who's planning to do an internship, just like, you know, do it regardless of how scared you are. Like it doesn't like, I was so scared. Like I had no idea what I was doing. I, like, I -hmm. I didn't know who I was going to meet. I didn't know I was going to stay. I didn't know anything. Like it was like all new and it was a totally different country. And I didn't know German mm-hmm. as well as I do now. So yeah. there was all that as well. So, you know, it was just like a whole bunch of crazy mm-hmm. things. But, you know, if you don't take that step, you're never going to learn or know anything uh, like otherwise. So, you know, you just have to be afraid. Like, un- as weird yep. as that sounds, like fear yep, is you like... really do. Fear, like if you are afraid of something, it means you're going to grow uh, like yeah. in something. And if you're not afraid of anything, it means you're kind of in the same situation all the time uh, and you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. You're in your comfort zone. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, for me, it was like a huge op- eye opener. Like the more you get out of your comfort zone the more like things, you know, happen and the more you learn about yourself and the better you become mm-hmm. as a person and, and career and all of that. So, yeah. So anyway, that's a little bit of advice from a love designer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I love it. I think that it was really cool that you get to have that experience of working with 
all of these different people from around the world because i'm sure you didn't work with just people from germany you were working with people from all over the world yeah yeah it's such a a huge and it was in english uh, luckily the company was in english so it was more like Mm -hmm. german outside of work basically Mm -hmm. that you know it was it was good i was kind of i was happy that there was english in, in my mm-hmm. work because I don't think I would have been able to handle like a German work the uh, stress of internship that, yeah. in German no way mm-hmm. um so but I feel like also having been in Germany for that whole year studying abroad also like just helped me get better at German um mm-hmm. I have a grandma in Germany and she doesn't know English so like I would visit her from time to time and you know those those uh, moments like you really mm-hmm. have to know your German otherwise like you're not gonna yeah get any point across so so yep. you know i was just in all these different situations and and then i just became addicted to international living and life in mm-hmm. europe and that's why i'm in europe so there you go because yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. you never short. really i mean it took a while before you actually stepped away from adidas after that because you continued yeah. working remotely yeah. for a few years later which um, I don't know if you want to get into a whole lot of that at all. Sure. But. Uh, I mean, it's kind of out of the context of like mm-hmm. studying abroad, but um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I actually, even when we, when I went to Hochschildomstadt, like where you had already mm-hmm. finished your first semester there, um, and I was starting the, the first semester for me, and you were starting your second semester there. Mm-hmm. Um, even at that point, I ended up like working uh for adidas i was i became more of like i wasn't a a like full-time intern anymore i was a working student um Mm -hmm. and you can do that for one semester as well but then you're doing like 20 hours uh a week for six months and so Mm -hmm. i ended up doing that while i was at hochschule darmstadt um Mm -hmm. as well as an additional year uh from the u.s then uh in at uw stout when i finished my last year of school yeah so Cal, uh, call me crazy because uh, I had days <laughs> where I stayed up until four in the morning finishing stuff yep. for Adidas while also studying for tests and exams and finishing final projects, projects and, and going to class. And yeah, so it was things. really stressful time of my <laughs> life for sure. But um, but yeah, I just got good at like time management. I mean, even if mm-hmm. I had to stay up really late, I mean, I knew there was an end date to all of this. It wasn't mm-hmm. like I was going to do this for months and months and months, yeah. like, you know, forever. So mm-hmm. it was like, once the semester ends, well, you know, I'll work at Adidas full time. And, and mm-hmm. I did that then as well for a bit. So I guess all in all, I ended up working at Adidas for like two and a half years almost. So, um, awesome. so yeah, of course, like some of it was part-time, you know, 20 hours, but, mm-hmm. but still it was a great experience. Like also taught me a bit about like working remotely before any pandemic mm-hmm. or anything like that. And you know, crossed our minds, yep. um, and stuff like that too. So yeah. So I think in general, it was just like a, a good experience. Um, and I'm really just happy and it kicked off my career to be fair. Like I just, mm-hmm. it helped me to get right in the places I wanted to be in. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, it was sounds like a really amazing opportunity, and that combined with the study abroad experience and yeah, yep, the whole thing is just awesome. Um, and it was really great. I'm gonna segue into your uh, yeah, Isa yeah. thing now because uh, it was great because after my six months uh, at like in at the Adidas headquarters, um, I ended up then just like 
packing my like two suitcases and going to the mm-hmm. to the Hofstede Darmstadt and uh, yeah. uh, going and studying there um, and working Friday just at the same time. And then I met you, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, obviously we had known each other a little bit at that point. But I met mm-hmm. you, and you helped me just like figure out everything because <laughs> you knew everything i still remember just total side note i still remember getting yep. coffee together and just like um mm-hmm. going to a restaurant or something i i don't know i think it was I'm like a sure cafe, was. and we just yeah. sat down with our laptops and talked about like all of the stuff mm-hmm. that i like would need to know or kind of stuff yep. like that so because really i helpful. went through the ringer <laughs> yeah but you had I feel some, like... like difficult experiences like with credits I did, that could yep. transfer or not and so i think you were just like warning yep. Like yep. others, and including me, about like what yeah, the and and to be fair, be. your semester things went so much better for yeah. so many people yeah. compared to my first semester. Um, it was, um, you know, the the university was a very new program for ours. There were kinks that needed to be worked mm. out, and I just was in a really weird position. Yeah. Uh, in that when I arrived, I had a lot of trouble with my visa, among other things, and my classes. Mm. Um, there was some miscommunication in uh the sort of uh, how the classes were going to be taught, what was going to transfer over and different things and the expectations for the professors in Darmstadt versus our professors at Stout. Um, And so, which ultimately led to me having a really incredible experience working with the European Space Agency by coincidence completely. Um, So tell me, how did you, yeah. So how did you actually end up getting into this class? Like what was the the process that, yeah so um so i went to germany um like you i planned this well in advance was looking Mm -hmm. at it like in fall of 2015 and and different things and Mm um one of my big decisions into deciding on going to germany for a full year was because the semester alignment was really off compared to the us so mm-hmm. um the the academic year was really like october through july versus mm-hmm. um september through june or so um and so if i had only did the fall semester in the time that i was planning on going i would miss the spring semester back in in the us and wouldn't be able to get all of my credits and graduate on time mm-hmm. i didn't graduate on time anyways but that was for very different reasons yes. and not study abroad. <laughs> right. um but uh like don't add uh, two minors in a no. second concentration <laughs> in your last year but it's fine um so ultimately i decided to go for a full year so mm-hmm. that i could keep continuing getting credits and different things mm-hmm. um I didn't know German before mm. I went. I was uh, reassured that I would be taught in English. And um, <laughs> and so I was just ready for an experience that was going to challenge me in a lot of ways. Uh, yep. And so I went to Germany with no German experience. Uh, I'd never <laughs> flown on a plane before and all of these different things. However, um, I should just pause you there because mm-hmm. we did take a German class, uh, if you remember. Uh, we did. We did do like first, a German my very immersion. First experience yeah, with German. <laughs> yeah, we did like a German immersion yeah. class to like get into the German at least a little yep. bit um, before we started yep. studying as well. So, well, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> the first few weeks of being there, um, there was a German immersion class, and then there was also one during the semester. So the semester technically didn't really start till I don't know end of September, October ish mm-hmm. uh, was when the fall semester had started, and so. 
Um, but you were there in August. I, had take, I was I was there like mid August or yeah. so because of this uh, the various yep. um, things you have to do for study abroad stuff and mm-hmm. getting to know the city and and just getting ready for the semester to to begin. And so yep. the German immersion course was like two weeks or so, um, and that was just enough to figure out how to say some numbers and hello <laughs> and like um, the very basics. Um, and then there was a two week period where. Um, there was sort of these like trial classes. I don't really know mm. what they were called, but it was like a two week course. Um, I got like one or two credits from it. So mm. I took a course with a professor that is from Canada because I knew she was going to be speaking English. And that was when it was before we were allowed to like schedule our classes for the rest of the semester. Um, so I took a two, two week trial course with her um, and it was like a beginning to her semester long course. And so I was fully planning on taking her semester long course. Um, and so I took her trial course. It was totally taught in English, whatever. No schedule problem. my classes. <laughs> yeah, I scheduled my classes and like the last last day of this trial course um i had already scheduled my classes for the semester mm-hmm. and she pulls me aside and is like megan i'm sorry but you can't be in the class for the semester because we're going to be also working with a german agency and it's all going to be taught in german so mm-hmm. everything has to be done in germany and your german is not strong enough and i was like my german is very obviously not strong enough <laughs> i don't know any german yeah <laughs> and so uh she's like you can't be in this course and so then she mm-hmm. but she suggested she's like there's a different course that's going to be taught in english they're working with um a company that's it's it's going to be completely in english and this is like our our big semester project it's probably was the most credits uh the whole semester it Mm -hmm. was um sort of the biggest thing that we each had like had to work on in the semester and and so it was like a, a big deal what you ended up choosing so I go to this other class. I registered for it. I, there wasn't even like a description for the class online or anything. I knew the professor's name and I knew the time. And so I show up <laughs> to class with literally nothing, like no clue. It was me and like a couple other exchange students who mm. didn't know German. Just like walked They're into the class. They're all taking this class, yeah. Yeah, and, and we sit down and, and then the professor starts to casually explain that we're just going to be working with the European Space Agency <laughs> and that astronaut Alexander Gerst asked him and us to design his mission patch for his 2018 mission to the International Space Station. <laughs> and so the, the first class I was like, excuse me, we're mm-hmm. doing what? <laughs> and it was it was like a really casual thing, but all of the German students yeah. were quite excited about the mm-hmm. prospect of working with like Alexander Gerst yeah. and um, what was to come. And it was just a really weird and random uh, <laughs> introduction into how I sort of landed into this class. Um, and so ultimately the goal of the class was to, um, we each... As students, we're supposed to pair up with somebody um, or on our own um, design a mission patch for Alexander Gerst. Uh, we got all kinds of information about the mission. Like some of the stuff was mm. like top confidential, <laughs> <laughs> like top secret. We probably shouldn't have, have had it. And I'm pretty sure we never signed anything to the no. likes of whatever. I'm sure the um, school may have signed something. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, what ultimately happened, but we had all of this like information about the mission and the different uh, um, like mini missions and, and experiments that were going yep. to be happening on it. Uh, and then we had 
um, some statements from Alex about what he wanted in his mission patch. And, mm -hmm. and the goal in the end of the class was by the end of the semester, we would each have one final logo that we presented to Alex and Alex would then choose. Mm -hmm. um, and if Alex, uh, Alex also had the option to uh, say that he didn't want any of the students and then take our ideas and <laughs> roll it into something else. So there was always an option that was on the table. Yeah. Um, and that's ultimately what ended up happening. <laughs> but um, it was a very interesting semester of being able to like work on these different concepts. Mm -hmm. We did a, tons and tons of research, tons and tons yeah. of sketches. Could you explain uh, a little bit of yeah. that? Like how did you go about like, like a patch mm -hmm. I guess is mainly to be like the symbolism of like the mission mm -hmm. and also the person going into space, right? So, so yeah. how did you like research this and how did you like go about like coming up with your ideas for it? So we actually, um, for the first few weeks of the class was just straight research. Um, mm -hmm. And we did so much research that we broke it into different categories. Mm -hmm. um, and we had different students and different teams of students researching different topics. And mm -hmm. we would have, we had to get as much information about all of it and present it to the class. So we all had the information that everybody else was researching. Mm -hmm. um, but we each had to do our own like very specific research as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually at the end, all of that research was put together in like a research book that was like huge. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, so we had an incredible amount of research that kind of went into it. And then there were some certain guidelines that um, were already set in place by ESA, you know, certain fonts that we had to use, mm -hmm. different col like color limitations and things like that. Um, and then also Alex uh, had his own sort of vision of what the mission meant. Uh, mm -hmm. We had a slogan that had to kind of go along with it. So then at that point, it kind of becomes like a logo design. And yeah. so we um, did then went into sort of the sketching phase and we each came up with different ideas that kind of aligned with the mission and the different goals and uh, tried to make them versatile and all mm -hmm. of these other things. But at the end of the day, it also still had to make sense to scientists. They couldn't be super abstract right. in a lot of ways. Uh, and people tried that. And it was mm -hmm. very interesting to see. Um, the feedback. <laughs> the, the feedback, exactly. Yeah. Because um, we had to, we had multiple meetings with representatives from ESA. Um, every week we were presenting our latest sketches and designs mm. to the professor. Um, and so it was a very sort of long project i spent mm -hmm. hours and hours and hours on it it was really really cool kind of getting to know um what the process was like on their side because it was a little bit of back and forth of like you guys are in the right direction alex really mm. wants to see more of this um and whatever <laughs> and then we, eventually we had like the end date um of the semester when our projects had to be finished mm -hmm. for ourselves um and then we're eventually sent off to Alex uh, in the spring. And then we didn't find out until the spring his decision ultimately, which is when our class was over. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, the professor uh, took some of our ideas that we had spent like researching and stuff and mm -hmm. eventually did the final design. But we all kind of got credited for yeah. it in the ESA side in the of it. Document. Got to go to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the documents and the it'll cool. you can see on like the ESA website it says like Hochschule Darmstadt students mm -hmm. and and whatever. Um nice. and we all were all invited to like the press release and got to cool. meet Alex and go to the 
German Space Agency um, headquarters and and sort of see the whole presentation. I was like so on cool. national German news, uh, yeah. up on stage with everybody. I think uh, I was interviewed <laughs> by like multiple um, news agencies <laughs> about the project. And I was the one who had to talk about it all because everybody else in my class was not uh, comfortable enough speaking in English on the news. And it was a very, it was a very interesting project. Um, that it was wild experience though that's so crazy wow Mm -hmm. i love it so what happened like did you ever get a patch that you made or like how how did you i wish i did um i have my designs um and so uh ultimately i mean as with most stuff that when you design it for school or for university um they kind of own it in a sense of the way uh and so a lot of the stuff was sent to isa and kind of owned by Isa at yeah. that point. Um, yeah. And um, it was really interesting to see. And I have no proof, zero proof no. of any of this, but <laughs> um, the mission after Alex's was uh, Luca Parmitano. And his mission patch resembled mine very, like my idea, <laughs> very closely. And yeah. I'm sure that the idea came from somewhere else. It's not yeah. like they my stole it. Yeah. Because really um, <laughs> no. uh, some other students in my class had similar ideas. And so, okay. uh, but it was really interesting to see how they um, approached it versus how yeah. I did it. Um, and just to Super see cool. an idea that I had actually kind of ultimately come to life. Yeah. Um, but the whole experience of like meeting Alex and then eventually watching his mission of him going to space mm. and, and following along with all of that was um, wow. really cool. Wow. And so, and also, yeah. I guess, just to throw a caveat into uh, the Design mm-hmm. Atlas uh, Season 3, we will mm-hmm. be interviewing somebody from ESA um, so yeah. in a couple of weeks here. So like, definitely stay tuned for that because uh, mm-hmm. it'll be really exciting. And she actually worked on mission pa- works on mission patches for... Uh, yep, she has design. mission patches of the ones yeah. that she designed, <laughs> which is very cool. Right. Um, right. And also got to meet some really interesting uh, astronauts, which was, uh, you know, another part of the process was mm. in the research process was looking at every single mission patch that was ever designed and, and right. why... why mission patches were designed and what the goal of them was and the yeah. way ESA approaches it is that they uh, each astronaut because there's not that many of them gets their own mission patch mm-hmm. for what they're doing and it represents all of the things that they're trying to study to learn yeah. while they're going in space and and the kind of is their their symbol and their marker for everything that they do mm-hmm. in that mission hmm. um, and for Alexander Gerst his his mission was he was to become the first German astronaut to become a commander of the ISS. Mm-hmm. Every single trip to the ISS has a commander um, at one point or another. Mm-hmm. And Alex was the first German one. Um, and mm-hmm. he was only the second ever ESA astronaut wow. to be a commander of the station. So it was a really big deal for Germany and for Europe. Um, mm-hmm. ESA and Europe in yeah. general because of how few astronauts they have uh i mean germany only has at this point like 11 or 12 astronauts i think there was one more after alex but he Mm -hmm. was one of the more recent ones um so yeah it was it was a very meaningful mission to germany and to myself and has eventually sparked my love of space (laughs) and falling um falling along with all of that throughout the years has been um very influential in my life in a lot of ways um and so so talking to sarah uh in 
for this season was really a exciting uh, interview for me. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at um, some of the, talking to a designer who has done some yeah. of the work that I admired at exactly, the time when that I was you a student, used, which exactly. was really cool. Yeah. Used as inspiration. So exactly. um, it was kind of incredible. So. Wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so uh, envious that you had that experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it was really like a once in a lifetime yeah. kind of a, a thing. Wow. Um, and there were, there were also rumors that Alex did take our designs up with him, like uh, oh, yeah, either cool. printed out or, or whatever. Digitally uh, or something. No, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> that uh, to what extent that actually yeah. happened or not. Yeah. Um, but just the, the fact that even he had a patch even his, and he was wearing his the patch, patch that he was wearing. Face. Like I still have some sense of a, a credit towards it. And yep. I have um, a lot of the stories and ties behind it. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting. Um, so and a few cool. years later, like when I, when he finally went up to the ISS and I was back at, in the U S and yep. back at stout, uh, this story hadn't really like, come out much oh. uh in a lot of ways and so because it, there i guess was not not a ton of reason to and so <sighs> i was at work <laughs> and i was watching alex's mission going up to yeah. space and i was watching the the german broadcast of it because i wanted yeah yeah, the yeah. Experience the german from that side yeah. <laughs> um and and my supervisors were so confused they're like what why are you watching this <laughs> and and then i had to explain the story of it and then it, it's barked into this whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually there was a news article written about it. People uh, were very excited. But it was very uh interesting to see other people's reactions to the story uh, yeah. afterwards and and everything. So cool. So nice. Yeah. Well I hope that in your future you'll make another mission patch at some point. I think I that's so that's to be to be seen. But I'm maybe living I think in you'll have some great my next experiences soon. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah. So yeah, well, I guess we can wrap things up. What was yeah. there? Yeah, was there anything you maybe maybe last question for you? Was there anything like you mm-hmm. took away from from this that you have like you know mm-hmm. taken into other design jobs that you've done or something that you just um, thought? The like, biggest thing from design that I think I learned from this one was definitely that designers are sort of these translators, these in-between communicators mm. that are able to understand and, and look at complex information and deduce it down to something manageable and mm-hmm. uh, interesting for everybody else um, yeah. to get them engaged and, and to want to learn more. Uh, mm. That was definitely one of one of the things that I always brought back and back into the classroom every single time, something cool. that uh, I could uh, because it was very... It, it was something that like was repeated over and over and over again in this project, and and my professor would always ask us, "Well, can the, the scientists understand that?" And yeah. then, like, "Well, what about your mom? Can they understand that?" <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so it was always this. You had to think about it in so many different ways, and, and yeah, it was cool. it was really cool. But nice. I think this my like study abroad experience. It, yeah. yeah, I think just the and then my whole study abroad experience was really. Um, just eye-opening in that you know putting yourself out of your comfort zone mm. is yeah. super super important similar in to my lesson um, yeah <laughs> yeah it, i mean exactly like yeah. you never know what can happen no. and uh you don't know until you do it mm-hmm. and uh like all i knew going into this class in this semester was that i wanted to have an experience 
mm-hmm. in Germany. I wanted to live there and learn the language and have a study abroad experience, but I didn't expect to ever have this crazy no. experience working with the European Space Agency no. and being able to say that I helped design a, <laughs> a mission patch that went to space and meet an astronaut and and all of these other things. like. Mm. How would I have known that was ever <laughs> right? You like can't, you can't kind of you predict, can't predict the, that. <laughs> no, and mm-hmm. so yeah, like the moral of this, I think the moral of our episode, mm-hmm. because that's the same theme that I think has yeah. connected both of our stories, is that like without taking that chance, you're never gonna know what's mm-hmm. gonna happen, and so you sometimes just have to go and do something that is scary or yeah. something you just are unaware of, like what's you just like. You can't expect anything to happen, but like when you're there, like things will happen and Mm -hmm. some will be good and some will be bad, but like it will all be experiences that you'll learn something from later in life. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that's like the underlying message of our, our episode. Um, so for sure. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) awesome well it was awesome hearing your story this is great yeah (laughs) i hope that everybody really like enjoyed hearing more about us and our Mm. and studying abroad history and design and studying abroad and our really just unique experiences and if you have questions about studying abroad um or just curious about or having difficulties like figuring out where you want to go i mean just like, you know, research a ton, but you can also mm-hmm. message us if you want ideas or thoughts about, yep. you know, what we had to experience and figure out. Um, we're like open to any questions, comments, mm-hmm. just send them our way. So we'll be happy to help. Don't be afraid to reach out about, especially about study abroad questions. I worked at the study abroad office as yeah. a designer. I know everything. <laughs> right. Um, but love to answer people's questions and get them excited about studying abroad and the opportunities that, um, that sort of cultural exchange can give you. Um, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our episode. So thanks everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll talk to you next time. Yep. See ya. To learn more about Design Atlas and to sign up for updates, visit our website at designatlaspod.com. If you want to get in touch with us or have a topic idea for our next episode, feel free to send us an email at hello at designatlaspod.com or DM us on Instagram at designatlaspod. Thanks for listening. I'm Megan Ludke. And I'm Jens Springsjord. Springsjord.